Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the program, Project Bluebeam. What happens when our military technology is capable of creating illusions that are indistinguishable from actual alien technology. Now, let me repeat that. Listen carefully. What happens when our military technology is capable of creating illusions that are indistinguishable from actual alien technology or interdimensional technology or spiritual manifestations for that matter? Do you think they won't use that? (laughs) Let me clarify even more what I'm talking about. Decades ago, I began hearing about this odd concept of this project, Project Blue Beam. I bet you that I first heard it from Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM. And if you look up Project Blue Beam, it takes you to the Wikipedia page of this man named Serge Monast. He was born in 1945 and he died in 1996 at the age of 51. And here's what it says. He was a Canadian investigative journalist, poet, essayist and conspiracy theorist. And he is known to English-speaking readers mainly for his book, Project Bluebeam, NASA, 
and associated conspiracy theories. And essentially what they're saying here is that in 1994, this guy published this book called Project Bluebeam in which he detailed his claim that NASA, with the help of the United Nations, was attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via a technologically simulated second coming of Christ. So that is to say that you have all these people out there who believe that Jesus is going to come back and they will obey whatever he says when he comes back. And so you create this global show where you make it appear as if Jesus has come back and then you use that to deceive people. And to to give you uh, like more of an understanding, I think what he was talking about here was the possibility that um, that these nefarious agencies could work together and use something like holographic technology to project a giant hologram of Jesus in the sky like a big Stay puff Marshmallow Man who will appear from the clouds and say, I'm back, everybody. Now do what I tell you, and they will obey. And if you wonder why that might work, well, let me refresh you on what the Bible actually says. A lot of people literally believe something like that might happen. And because there are a lot of parts, a lot of uh, verses in the Bible that suggest something like that. For example, in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, talking about the second coming of Christ, it says, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. Uh, and then it goes on to say, like in Matthew, uh, chapter 24, verse 26. So, uh, it says, okay, no, no uh, here's, here's a better one. Matthew 24, 30. Then, uh, then will appear in heaven the sign of the son of man coming out of the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. So there are all these suggestions that like every eye will see him like literally some gigantic uh, vision will appear. I can't remember. Was it Fatima where the girls were seeing the, the giant vision of the Virgin Mary, maybe something along those lines. So this guy, Sergei Monast, who spoke French, uh, he was out there telling everybody that uh, he believed there was some operation like this in the works. And I'll just tell you right off the bat, I, I, like, I can't vouch for this guy. There's not much out there about him. What is out there makes him sound like he was pretty nutso. Um, I did find one little interview with him uh, where it was translated. You know, he was speaking French, but he was talking about something else. So like, I don't know if this guy was just full of it or not. Uh, it, one th thing that people point out that's kind of interesting, supposedly he went out when he was 51 years old and he gave this speech, this some kind of like fiery anti new world order speech. And uh, for whatever reason, it, it ended up getting him thrown in jail for a night. And then the next day he went back to his house and died of a heart attack. So, I mean, if that's true, yeah, that is kind of weird. <laughs> so, so look, um, 
I can't vouch for this guy, but, but the concept that he was talking about is very interesting. And that is because that if there is any truth to something like that, it is becoming technologically possible now for the first time. Um, I mean, like, okay, th- this is just a very, very crude example of this. But recently I posted on my Twitter account there at Joshua P. Warren, this sort of Halloween oriented video. And it was, let's see, it's called 400 foot tall Halloween light and drone show. And this was produced by this U.S. company called Magical Light Shows. Uh, and their website is magicallightshows.com. And I mean, it's amazing. This is like an eight minute video where they're showing this house that's decked out for like Halloween. And one of the things they do is use a bunch of highly coordinated drones. And this is at night, of course. So these illuminated drones, they come together and they produce this gigantic humanoid figure over top of the house. And it, and this is not, you have to realize because these are drones, this is not just some kind of flat projection. It has a three dimensional shape. It has form because you're building it with these drones. And so this giant creepy looking man is sort of moving around in the sky again, 400 feet tall. And then in fact, later on in this video, they actually do play the Ghostbusters theme and they do have the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man appear and he's walking and moving around. Now, this is what civilian companies are doing right now for entertainment purposes. So can you imagine what the military is actually capable of doing if they wanted to create these types of massive illusions in the sky? Um, is this something that will be used because it can be? And think about how terrified people would be, even if they think it's Jesus. It's a terrifying thing to think, oh, boy, I'm being judged now. Uh, you know how it is. I've fortunately, and I knock on wood, I've never actually been outside when there was a tornado close to me. I've seen them at a distance, but I've had dreams where I was looking up at a tornado. <laughs> uh, I've put on virtual reality glasses and looked up at a tornado and it, it just, it's terrifying to see something that huge. In fact, this is just a bit of a side note. Uh, less than a week ago, I had a dream, you know, I always talk about what a vivid dreamer I am. I had this dream in which I was outside and I looked up and all of a sudden the sky opened and it was like this portal, this, this portal opened up and I was able to look all the way up and I could see heaven and it literally looked like a city up there with, you know, huge beings. And it was just it was awesome, but it was terrifying seeing something so huge. Maybe that's how like a little animal feels when a big human comes stomping around. My point is, anytime you can create the illusion that there's something gigantic that's looming over you, it triggers some kind of a, a, an instinct to be terrified by simply beholding something that huge. At very least, you'd probably try to try to run away or something. But the military has a history 
of using all kinds of illusions to mess with not only you know enemies but but civilians when we come back from this break i'm going to give you some examples of that and where i think all of this may be leading what is the reality that something like a project blue book is just going to happen it's a matter of time by the way you know here we are i'm recording this in november of 2022 as I've mentioned, I'm probably going to take the month of December off and get some stuff done, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be inactive. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to be giving away free, cool stuff. In fact, I'm going to tell you a little later in the show about something free I'm going to give everybody, uh, but I'm going to give it away to people who sign up for my free e-newsletter. Go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P when you type in joshuapwarren.com. Right there on the homepage, you'll see a little box. You put your email address in there. You hit the submit button. Takes you two seconds. Boom, you're done. You will instantly receive an automated email from me that's got a link. It's got actually a number of links to some really cool stuff you can take advantage of right now to start making your life more magical, bring you some abundance, and then I'll be able to communicate with you directly because trust me, the show doesn't end when the podcast is over. There's other stuff happening all the time. Sign up for that free e-newsletter right now, joshuapwarren.com. That's me. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. When you've been doing this kind of work as long as I have, investigating the strange, the mysterious, the extraordinary. You hear all kinds of stories. And you have no way of knowing what to believe or disbelieve in some cases. They they are just stories. And I have no doubt, though, that some of them are true because they just kind of make sense. Like, for example, one thing that I've heard, especially uh, back in the 1990s and you know, prior to 2000, that uh, sometimes military uh, personnel would carry out exercises wearing alien masks, especially if they were going to be uh, doing some kind of an exercise in a civilian, like a U.S. civilian area, especially because they wanted to see like what a challenge. Can you can you run through some Texas backyard where the owner has 10 shotguns and you know can you make it through that uh, obstacle course without getting killed i mean i'm sure these types of exercises whether they are official or not have probably gone on in the past but if you wear the alien mask then the cool thing is if somebody comes out and reports there was there was something Running around my backyard last night. Okay. What did it look like? Well, yeah, you know, it looked like an alien. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very easy to discount that and dismiss it. I can definitely believe the military personnel have, have worn alien masks to do things like that and to just, you know, for obvious reasons. It's probably similar to what may have happened in some of these cattle mutilation cases where some agencies, whether they are 
official government agencies or not are going in and uh, occasionally abducting cows and testing them for whatever reason and disguising the operation as looking similar to a UFO abduction because people just laugh it off. You know, back in 2019, when the storm area 51 event was going on, I sent Nick weird out to Rachel Nevada to cover that for me. And, uh, I, I carried it live uh, as best I could on my podcast, Joshua P. Warren Daily, which you can go back and, and listen to from those days. There are over 500 free episodes of that. And while Nick was there, um, he interviewed an old man there in Rachel who claimed that he worked for years at Area 51. And uh, he was chuckling and saying that, they always took advantage of the UFO paranoia that sometimes they would just take out uh, stealth fighters and stuff like that on exercises and they would put lights on them specifically to make them look like a UFO just for fun. You have to realize sometimes people who are entrusted with this type of technology, they just do things for fun. And also it's, it clouds up. Uh, you know, they enjoy the confusion. It, it does technically help contribute to secrecy. Um, and, it, you know, it, it, that's why it becomes a big hall of mirrors at that point. Uh, I have met people in this area here in around Nevada who have told me the same thing. Hall of mirrors. You don't know what to believe. There was this great documentary. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It came out in 2013. It was called Mirage Men, M-I-R-A. GE, just like a desert mirage, mirage men. And it's right as I record this, it's available on Amazon, but I'm sure you can find it in other places. But basically, uh, it's about this guy named Richard Doty who worked for the military for years. And essentially he goes on camera and he says, part of my job was to go out there and find curious civilians who were getting a little too close to some of the secret stuff we were working on and to try to make them believe that it was aliens and feed them misinformation so that we could kind of guide them away from what we were really doing and take them down this like crazy tunnel, you know, rabbit hole. And I think there, I can't, it's been a while since I saw this, but I believe like, for example, Paul Benowitz was one of these men near Dulce, New Mexico, who believed there was an underground base there with aliens. And Richard Doty is saying we took advantage of this guy's belief. And it was part of my job to, you know, to take that whatever he believed in and sort of like morph him away from that. And it eventually kind of made this fella go insane. But, but you see, Here's the problem when now when you watch something like that and this guy's sitting there and he's he's proud of himself like, yeah, I did my job, you know, and he's telling you that his job was to mislead people and to deceive people to protect security. But now you're supposed to believe he's not doing the same thing. How are you supposed to believe him now? It's like the boy who cried wolf. You know, the Aesop 
uh, story, the fable there of the boy who cried wolf. He tells villagers over and over, oh, there's a wolf, there's a wolf. He's just playing around. He's fooling them. And then and, and they get tired of this kid fooling them. And then finally, one day, an actual wolf appears. And so the boy calls for help. And the villagers just believe it's another false alarm. And they don't pay any attention to it. And the sheep are eaten by a wolf, a real wolf. So the moral of the story is, this shows how liars are rewarded. Even if they tell the truth, no one believes them. And whether you're doing it officially on the clock or not, well, what do you expect? But this is a reality. The U.S. government does participate in this type of thing. And you can only hope it's being done responsibly. But look at, I mean, look at the threat that, that everybody was up against during World War II. Do you know that in World War II, it is a fact that the U.S. government went to Hollywood and got a lot of Hollywood prop people and even, you know, magicians and people like that involved to create fake bases to throw off attacks, uh, fake tanks, all kinds of amazing camouflage. In fact, there was a British magician named Jas- uh, Jasper Maskelin who said that um, he was I mean, nobody knows how much of this is true and how much of this is not. But he said that he worked with the allies to create all kinds of large scale ruses and deceptions and camouflage to to defeat the Nazis. And, you know, there's no reason to disbelieve that 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 would happen. Look him up. Uh, Jasper Masculine. Uh, last name is spelled M-A-S-K-E-L-Y-N-E. So we know that the U.S. government is uh, is open to this. And we also know that uh, the technology now has become absolutely extraordinary. I mean, years ago, there was a report about the Pentagon being able to use lasers to create a ball of plasma in a field that could speak. Uh, is one of many articles I'm looking at it right now is in Popular Mechanics from March of 2018 by Kyle Mizukami. And it says the Pentagon mimicking human speech with lasers is the creepiest thing you'll hear all week. And what it talks about is that, um, okay, let's say you have some, some soldier or some, you know, whatever, there's some kind of battle going on. And the opposition is out in the field and all of a sudden, boom, a ball of light appears in front of that person and says, throw down your weapons. You know, I am your God or whatever. Then it freaks them out. It sounds almost exactly like Moses encountering the, the flaming bush. And so, uh, we can create that kind of thing technologically now. And, 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 you know, I, 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 a lot of this kind of stuff, though, is, is, it's still classified information. Even the stuff they did in World War II is still classified, but because the tricks are so simple, yet so effective. And if you think the government is not able to get creative and think outside the war machine box about how to achieve a goal, just watch the Ben Affleck movie Argo in which the U.S. government created a fake 
Hollywood movie production to allow government agents to slip into Iran acting like they are movie production people and uh, remove some hostages under the guise of this fake movie. I could go on, but I think you get the point. And so you don't think that there may be some truth somewhere to the concept of Project Blue Beam. And that particular project name is probably long gone if it ever even existed. But the powerful concept is there. And oh, trust me, it will be used eventually. And it will try to make you choose what you believe. When we come back, I'm going to ask you, how do you know whether or not what you're seeing is from God or the devil or something else? And then I have a story for you about, yes, (laughs) how that Scientific American claims We are living in a simulation anyway. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentleys all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Yeah, how do you know if what you are encountering is of God or the devil or something else? Do you believe what you see with your eyes? So imagine... You're at a bar. Even, hey, it doesn't have to be an alcoholic bar. If you, maybe you go to a tea or a coffee bar or something like that. It, imagine you're at a bar and a man walks into the bar and sits down and you start a conversation and he says, I'm Jesus. And you go, yeah, right. Which is actually. Uh, the reaction that people gave to Jesus in the Bible when he would sit down and, you know, basically say like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm that guy. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <clears throat> because he just, you know, he, that was how he came across. So they say, uh, just very ordinary. And so, uh, th- this, th- this fella, he kind of insists, uh, yeah, no, I'm really him. And so you go, okay, fine. Well, prove it to me. And he goes, all right. What do you want me to do? You say, uh, okay, well, pff, you know, I don't know, turn this water into wine. He goes, okay. And you go, well, that could be a magic trick. <laughs> Especially if this is in Las Vegas, you know. And, and you realize, like, there's no magic trick that this guy can do for me that will, will prove it to me. Um, you could say, well, tell me about my childhood and he might tell you something. And then you go, ah, this guy's been hacking into my phone. So finally you go, okay, bring my dead grandma back to life. He goes, okay, boom. And here comes your dead grandma walking in the door and you go, ah, zombie grandma, kill her again, kill her again. It's too creepy now, right? It's like some pet cemetery situation. What you realize is that even if you start believing, that this is uh, a superhuman figure. Well, then you think, well, how do I know this is Jesus? And it's not something evil. It's not the devil. Because the Bible says the devil has power too, right? 
And you get into this conundrum. How do I know what I'm looking at here? And you know what? Here's the answer, in my opinion. You're never going to be able to know that because your senses can be fooled. And that is why faith is all that you ultimately have to rely upon in these situations. Just how do you, you, there has to be a gut instinct there. And, and this is the practical reason that faith is so important because faith is all you have left when you cannot believe your other senses. And it's important to think about the practicality of that now that we have got technology that is so capable of fooling you and confusing you and uh, possibly trying to lead you astray. This is something you have to do for yourself. It goes back to that Nobody can do your push-ups for you. You have to be able to judge based upon something deeper inside. And by the way, I told a version of that. That's just a story that I came up with. But I told a version of that in in Chicago in 2019. I was speaking at a conference there, and I did a like a 40-minute long presentation called this is your afterlife and if you want to watch that it's free right now if you all you have to do is go to youtube i have a youtube channel just go to youtube and type in joshua p warren and that'll take you to my channel but uh go to joshua p warren and then type in this is your afterlife and you can watch this free 40 minute long presentation that I did. It's not a great recording. I just had a camera set up in the back of the room, but I'm glad it's documented. And while you're there, please subscribe to my YouTube channel because I have some really cool and interesting uh, videos coming out soon. That is something that uh, I decided I would give away for free. And from time to time, I give things like that away for free. Yes, I, 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 in fact, I charged for that for a while, but now I've decided to give it away for free. And so I guess this is a bit of an announcement. Um, here is something else that I've decided to give away for free right now to every single one of you listening. One of my most popular books was published in 2015. It's called Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. It's 225 pages long. It's been published in multiple languages. And if you want to, I've, I've been charging for it, but right now I'm going to give away the ebook, the PDF for free. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to do anything. Uh, just go to joshuapwarren.com and then click the link to the curiosity shop. And there somewhere on the page, you'll see uh, a picture of this book, the cover of it. It's a blue cover it says use the force. You click that and it'll give you the option to just it'll say here's how much it usually costs. But click here and you can read it for free. And you know what? You can also download it. And I encourage you to share it with all of your loved ones. Just it's yes, I have been making money off of it. But I'm just giving it out for now. So go do that. JoshuaPWarren.com. Go read Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction for free. And and now if you want to get a printed copy, uh, 
you can then you can pay some and you can also get a printed copy sent to you. That's a, a you know an additional thing if you want to do that. Or if you want to hear me read the whole thing, well then you have to go to Audible and and pay for that. I don't actually have anything to do directly with that. I sold uh the rights to the audio audible uh the audiobook to another place. So but anyway, all that information is on that page for you. And that's one of my happy holidays, Merry Christmas, seasons greetings gifts that I'm giving to all of you. And again, I want you to go and do that. Take advantage of it for free. And you don't have to buy a thing. But if you like this show and you want to support it and you want to keep me on on the air, so to speak, keep us podcasting, then while you're there in the curiosity shop, buy something, buy a gift. Even if you have everything for yourself that you like and you need, buy a gift uh, for somebody else that you care about. And it's a win, win, win. Like it, it helps me stay uh, motivated to keep doing this podcast. Somebody out there gets a cool gift and you feel good knowing that you're keeping that energy flowing. So anyway, let's move on. Scientific American says, well, okay, like here is, here is an article that I think probably Mobius sent this to me and it says confirmed exclamation point. We live in a simulation and it's subtitled. We must never doubt Elon Musk again. And this goes back to this concept of like, what is reality and what is your relationship with reality and how, how do you know what to believe? This was written by someone called Fald Khan. And um, I'll, the very beginning of it says, um, ever since philosopher Nick Bostrom proposed that the universe and everything in it might be a simulation. There has been intense speculation and debate about the nature of this reality. Such public intellectuals as Tesla leader uh, Elon Musk have opined about the statistical inevitability of our world being little more than a cascading green code. Goes on to say the chance of this has been argued to be 50-50. The claims have been afforded some credence by repetition by luminaries like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, and then it gives an, a number of other physicists and says it's a hypothetical question. So I'm going to cut to the chase here because honestly, um, I don't think, I mean, this, this article, it's extensive, but I don't think it's particularly well written because it's not very clear. And I, and also I think the writer's trying to be a little funny and tongue in cheek uh, at certain points. But here is like ultimately what this kind of says. Uh, there is nothing in philosophy or science, no postulates, theories or laws that would predict the emergence of this experience we call consciousness. Natural laws do not call for its existence, and it certainly does not seem to offer us any evolutionary advantages. There can only be two explanations for its existence. First is that there are evolutionary forces at work that we don't know or haven't theorized yet that select for the emergence of consciousness. And the second is that the experience is a function we serve as a product that we create an experience we create as human beings. But who do we create this product for? How do they receive the output 
And, and it goes on to say, we know it exists. And I know this is a little bit, you know, weird. And again, it's kind of an unclear article, but basically it goes on to say that the simplest explanation for the existence of consciousness is that it is an experience being created by our bodies, but not for us. We are qualia generating machines. And this is most likely for the benefit of someone experiencing our lives through us. Now, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Because I have said before, what if, what if this whole life is entertainment for some other being? You know, like you buy a, a songbird and the songbird's just doing its thing. But you buy it for the music. I got a, again. I got an interesting email to read when I come back. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world, and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren. And you know how people are always talking about that sense of being observed all the time. And that's often attributed to the concept of God, the omniscient being that's always watching what if what if God is always watching what if the gods are always watching let us create man in our image and that's the thing we're just well part of what we're here for is to be entertainment we're like a TV show a soap opera are people beings from the future watching everything that we do and getting a kick out of it and it's just one big truman show i don't know but uh you know this idea that we live in some kind of a simulation it's just for one thing it's becoming more and more embraced and even though that article that i mentioned it was a little bit unclear in, in certain ways having this in scientific american shows us that people are thinking about this topic enough to publish it in, in a place like that and this this harkens to the concept that we may be ultimately living in something similar to a very elaborate internet and if you listen to this show you know that anyone can potentially hack into it using consciousness. That's why I'm always talking about manifestation techniques and magic and all that. Even prayer is a form of, of hacking. But on a surface level, hacking into it technologically is the holy grail of government mind control, to use an old-fashioned term. And sometimes the old-fashioned terms are still the best, and that's why we have to be very cautious because you're consumed with what you can do on a day-to-day -day basis. But people out there who think about like how to control the masses on a day-to-day -day basis, who have access to huge funds and all that, it's a different, uh, different type of individual altogether. 
I, I don't know why I think that the, it's a good time to bring this up, but I, I see a relationship here, I guess, because we're talking about the seen and the unseen. So this past uh, Halloween season, I was being interviewed by a, by a radio show and somebody asked, why does a place like Nevada, where I live, uh, why does it produce such ghostly activity? And I explained that when you walk into a dark room, even if there is a light bulb in that room, you cannot see it until the electricity is turned on. Now you can see it. And there may be ghostly phenomena recorded all over the place, spiritual phenomena recorded all around you. You might be wading through a, a sea of it uh, all the time, but you don't get to see it because it's not energized. And you have a place like Nevada where it is. We call this the silver state because there is so much silver, but it's the number one producer of gold in North America. It's the number four producer of gold in the world. And gold is a highly conductive metal. And so you have all of this electricity being conducted below the ground here in this mining territory. And that creates this power supply, a big battery, all these electromagnetic anomalies. And so you, whatever is recorded here, gets energized and empowered and flickers on. And I think that's what is important to remember about a lot of these places we think of as portals or, or vortexes where we have paranormal hotspots. It's about that mind-body-environment relationship. It's about places that are able to energize what's there so you get to perceive it. And 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 none of that works if you remove, remove the word mind. It's the mind-body-environment relationship. So I think that all applies to this. And that's why I want to read this email before we're out of time here. It comes from Crystal in California because she is talking about tulpas, okay, creating thought forms that seem to interact and come to life. And she said, a while back, you did an episode on making tulpas, and I learned I'm rather quite good at it. And now just the other day, I was getting some help from a psychic because things didn't seem right with my newest tulpa, a gargoyle. And uh, then she said something strange. She said, I see a dragon in your house. What? I never made a dragon. She said, yes, I see scales and everything. There's a dragon. And every time I go to see the gargoyle, the dragon gets jealous and intimidates him. Well, I thought about it for a bit, and I realized that before I ever even knew what a topo was, I had bought a figurine of a Chinese Pikachu dragon. Now, let me pause. If you don't know what a Pikachu is, uh, Pikachu is a dragon that's a, it's a hybrid creature and often looks like a combo between a dragon and a lion. And, and maybe I'll tell you more about that, uh, on this show or another show. But she says, I bought this Chinese Pikachu dragon. I was fascinated with it, a bit obsessed, and I learned all about them. And I just loved it. And I thought Pikachu dragons were the coolest thing. And without even knowing it, I had created a tulpa. The poor thing had been floating around here, totally ignored for about a year because I had no idea what I had done. And now that I know, 
I give it attention, respect, and stones, and it has done very good work for me, as Pikachu dragons are meant to do. And yes, my gargoyle is happier too. Oh, what a wild, magical world we live in, and I hope you have a wonderful, magical day. <laughs> I love that message. Thank you, Crystal. I, You know what? I When she told me she had a Pixu dragon, I had to look that up, and here's what I found. Uh, this comes from uh, BuddhaAndKarma.com. It says, Pixu is a powerful feng shui symbol of wealth known as the fortune beast in Chinese culture. And locals believe that wearing the symbol of the Pikachu brings money and good fortune to its wearer. The mythical creature is also thought to protect people from losing wealth and protect you from unwanted energy and evil spirits. And here is the legend. It says outside China. Uh, okay, so it says, according to legends, the Pikachu dragon is a creature that resembles a lion. You've all seen these before. It's described as a beast with the head of a dragon, body of a lion. Uh, there are different myths about the fortune. Uh, it says, uh, in one version, it was a divine beast as the youngest child of a legendary dragon king. And it says the, the popular, the most popular tale is about this Pikachu visiting the Jade Emperor. And in this story, the Pikachu is known to feed on precious items like gold and silver and jewels. And one day, while the beast was visiting the Jade Emperor in his palace, it violated the law of the palace and it, uh, well, it made a mess all over the floor. You know what I mean? You know what things do when they eat? They make a mess. So this thing has been eating gold and silver and jewels and it just messes these things out. Now, I don't care. I guess if you're in the Emperor's palace, doesn't matter what you're what you're expelling, it's it's not cool. And so because of this, the angered emperor punished this uh, creature and sealed it up so it could no longer expel this valuable gold and silver and jewels it devours. So since it consumes treasures but never releases them, it has become a symbol of building wealth. Feng Shui practitioners believe that the Pikachu can attract and protect wealth for its owner. Pretty cool, huh? I guess we all need to go get some kind of a Pikachu thing now and put it in a place of uh, prize around your house. And let's just see if it helps you to also build momentum. That's one of the cool things that we, we talk about on this show is like, tips and techniques uh, to to build abundance and wealth and prosperity and to improve your life. And I love to constantly remind myself and re hit the refresh button and try new things out because humans get bored doing the same thing over and over and over. So that's a technique that we can we can all play with. And uh, I look forward to hearing everybody else's stories about what happens if you play around and experiment with the Pikachu dragon. Okay. Now, here's something that seems to work for just about everybody when I play it every week. You ready? Take a deep breath. If you can, close your eyes and enjoy the good fortune tone.
That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.